Hey, uh, it's the Ringo Zone. We're recording regularly again, sort of. Uh, hey! At least you're getting them every week. That's What's cool. up, guys? We're how you trying. Guys, how you guys doing? <laughs> we try. How are, you, how are you doing, listener? Are, are you having a good day? Uh, are we good asking night? the listener? Yeah. We'll give him a second to respond. Cool. Yeah, that's I, hope, I hope it wasn't negative. I'm so glad. Is this like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a door the explorer situation. They answered. We're going. All Ringo right. the explorer. Hey, I've got a question yeah. for you guys. Yes, Evan. What the hell do you guys look at while you're recording? I look at the episode and the wiki so I can keep us on track. I have my notes. You think? No, oh yeah, you I take, take notes. notes like a starry-eyed version of me back for the first twenty episodes. <laughs> I just remember the episode. Bully for yeah. you. You're just kind of glassy-eyed, looking at the ceiling. Yes. Yeah, I just like bully to the for left. somebody. Wow. Slightly, just rubbing his yeah. chin. <laughs> Well, okay, so uh, we're talking about Bismuth, which is, like, super overdue. Finally. Um, like, yeah, we so we recorded this a while ago, like, whoa, for a while, while ago. ago, several months ago. So we recorded one, and it was all broken as shit, and then I think we might have recorded a second version of it, which I'm was all broken as shit. I'm telling you, this is our third attempt. So I'm Dylan. Who, who, who's next? Who, say your names. I'm Kayla. I guess uh, I'm next. Stepping up to the fucking <laughs> call. There we go. Whose name starts with an E and is in this podcast? E's Max? <laughs> I don't think that's right, Evan. I don't know too much about Reed. Hey, look at that. It's Evan. It's me. It's Evan. It's been a minute. But there that's he right. Is. Yeah, it has. We've worked around him because we, we know you guys miss him. I, I was going to say, I am one uh, Dylan visit worse. Since you guys laughed. Oh my god, you are. That's a great way to like quantify the passage of time and yeah. life. I, I, I'd say it's an apt one. No, it was fun though. I, yeah, it was good. And I'm Max, and I have a slide whistle. Wacky. <laughs> Usually you got a Google search royalty-free sound effects. Now if you're reading the slide <laughs> whistle, but you got a fucking Foley guy with one thing. That's right. So this one's written, storyboarded by... Wow. That okay. was a ghost that, sound. Yeah, I was going to say, that was, that was haunting. So appropriate. <laughs> um, so Katie Matroff, Lamar Abrams, Colin Howard, and Jeff Liu. Those were the peeps. Oh my god, I get to say... Jeff Liu, heavy hitter. Boom, it's been a long while since I got to, got to use that language. Hell yeah. We're okay, I didn't ever think about this till this last rewatch with y'all. Okay, so they know that Rose's main works. He falls into it. He's like, whoa, what's this? But it's crazy. No one, no one, besides Amethyst, who's like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? Nobody questions that, like, this person who they used to know was just in line. Like, no one... And they have, like, a full, like, two days together. Nice. And nobody at all. You know what I, you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, I actually, upon uh, my reviewing my notes, I thought maybe... Fucking nerd. May- <laughs> maybe why, why they were just kind of uh, rolling with the fact that uh, Bismuth was in Lion's Mane and nobody really knew why... Pearl was talking about uh, when they went to the strawberry fields, how Rose was really only able to save Pearl and Garnet. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, but it looks like she found a way to save you too. Yeah. So that then, they but might... Also, yeah, but yeah, she found a way to save you too in a bubble, which she didn't tell us about for 5,000 well, years. That's like a yeah, crazy thing no, to like not that, question. Like, and yeah, why not, were you in a bubble? Like, also, That part notwithstanding. Didn't get to see um, like their... Like, side of it it was just you know it's so often we'll see steven's side of him like yeah, always, internalizing yeah. these things and we don't get to see the gems being yeah. like wow how could this have happened? yeah i guess i guess mm-hmm. business might have talked it off they could in have. some weird way yeah she could have she could have been like ah i was hurt and then she bubbled me and put me in a lion i guess sure i think bismuth was about 
to discuss that with Pearl and Garnet when Pearl was like, um, she said that she lost track of you at the Battle for the Ziggurat. Um, and we see like a, a really wide series of expressions go across Bismuth's face. Yeah, yeah and there's I, just and, a cycle of agony. There. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm, I'm certain that one of those thoughts was, you know, did she tell you or, uh, you know, like, you know, yeah. do you know why she bubbled me? Yeah. But she went with, wait, where's Rose? And then the whole Steven revelation kind of yeah. like changed her plan, uh, I guess. If I'm going to give them a, an uh, out because I will be honest, our podcast multiple times has given them an out for some reason. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, you're it, welcome, Crooners. Yeah. But the fact that they are so doggedly like Rose was fucking God. Anything she said goes. She's a genius. Fuck yeah. I feel like they could just be like, well, I guess Rose did it. Guess it was a good idea. Like I, I could see them I'm being sure that, that fucking was dumb. also part of it. Yeah, so I could see them just being like, just rolling with well, it. Pearl, Pearl straight up says it. She's like, it's not always easy to understand her decisions, but we yeah. have to stand behind them. Yeah, Garnet was a shocker, but Garnet Which is also kind of, you know, I get that mentality, but also fuck that mentality. Like, you should not just go with everything a leader tells you to, like, even if it's, you believe in them. It's different, Yeah, I think. It's different. I, she's not saying she agrees with it. She's saying she's trusting it's the right choice. Yeah, but like... Which are two different things. Gems are in a society where they never do that, ever. And then one person gives them the wild idea of, like, be your mm-hmm. own person. So I feel like just the the grandeur around the person who says that makes them unquestionable, considering it's a pretty easy role to follow. Of like, oh, yeah, this is the boss. Okay, we'll follow. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm giving them excuses by delving into characters. Although maybe they think about this, and that's why they're like, and that's why everyone followed Rose, but... <laughs> it's easy. It's easy to say that's why they did it. I think, and it's, I think it's yeah. fair because they're all used to having a boss. But yeah, Bismuth. Uh, they go to the forge. Amethyst is the only person who decides to question anything because she's, as always, best gen. Yeah, I like how Amethyst kind of points out like the fanficy nature of uh of the, her yeah, the, the Mary Sue like, of this yeah. super awesome yeah. gem. Everyone loves, of the original team, yeah. and I've never heard of her, and yeah. no <laughs> one ever mentioned her till now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. I noticed that um, Amethyst kind of got to take Steven's place as the person not knowing things. Yeah. Like, Steve, yeah. Steven, Steven didn't know things either, but he was, like, super jazzed, and it didn't really, well, it didn't feel the same, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is actually right after Steven versus Amethyst, right before Beta, which is, this is part of the whole, like, Steven and Amethyst are parallels, y'all, who would have thought it, Ark? And this is right in the middle of it, so I think that that probably was intentional, that, like, Let's put Steven and Amethyst in the same position. I mean, they would have been no well, matter what, but... So, I don't know if it was intentional, but I think it is a result of that writing. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Amethyst is the one who who is a doubter, who, like, has doubt. Steven is just kind of, like, rolling with it. So, it's a natural result of it, but I... I they could have had Amethyst just be like, I fucking love her, and just, like, go with that. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Amethyst's character could have gone either way. Yeah, and Amethyst, I think, it would make sense for her to... Uh, like need to take steps in order to get to like bismuth because amethyst has the inferiority complex and is yeah. like really scared about being replaced and here comes this like huge awesome yeah. gem that uh pearl and garnet you know adore and have more history with so it would yeah. I, I think it makes a lot of sense that um and you know everything is new for steven 
You yeah. know, so I think it makes a lot of sense that Amethyst would be the one this episode to take a little bit of time to just be like, this makes me feel a little weird. Yeah. Going back to Steven versus Amethyst really fast. Um, there we go. So we know that Steven's powers um, have the ability to, like, uh, evolve because you know in steven versus amethyst he did the spike ball which is like the first time that we've seen that um yeah so when during the sparring sequence um pearl shoots lasers out of her spear and bismuth is like lasers when did that happen so that indic that is indicated indicative that other gems shit can evolve as well. It is not just localized to Steven because he's like this weird um, exception. That so, or like, gems yeah. just have like all this potential and power that they don't know how to tap into. Yeah, but okay, here's here's the thing though. Did, did Steven evolve or did he just figure out a new way to use his power? My point is, is that up until Bismuth says this in this episode, we didn't know whether or not that was only something that Steven could do or if it's something that all gems can do. Well, to yeah, tie yes. both of those together... Before Rose Quartz and the Crystal Gems, gem potential didn't matter. Experimentation, mm-hmm. creativity, all these things were just fucking useless because they were cogs in a machine. You know, you don't ask a cog in a machine to be a better cog. Yeah. What's just, the coolest way you could be a cog? You know, yeah, exactly. You just, that, yeah. maybe I'm thinking to go and counterclockwise. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, but no, there's no room for innovation or imagination if you're just a tool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when Rose Quartz is like, Free will, bickety bam, motherfuckers, renaissance, and gem power. I like to imagine that's exactly how the rebellion started. <laughs> that's how she, said. <laughs> she just fucking crashes yeah. in on a skateboard in sunglasses, and she's got like Gogurt in one oh, hand and hat. Cheetos in the other. And she's like, free will, bickety bam, motherfuckers. She looks like a member of the BK Kids Club. Yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, if Pearl had had the <laughs> idea, that. I mean, it's a newer, it's a pretty new idea of like. Yeah shooting shit <laughs> i mean but five thousand years ago do we even have bows and arrows the gems had space travel i'm pretty sure they had ranged weaponry yeah but but my point is and then you're also a fresh pearl who's like i can fight well, actually, it just dawned on me how fucking weird it is that like all the gems are using like these old-fashioned weapons when they have invented space travel, and I assume guns. Yeah, no, I would... Well, yeah, well, Peridot had the enhanced limb. Are guns, like... Are guns, like, the wheel? The gems just never invented Gums, it? Gums are... I think guns are the, the thing that cartoons don't really yeah, reach. I, th- I, I mean, we can a little a bit, censorship but... censorship thing. I think that it's, yeah. it's just, like, a... like a Guns guns can be funny and non-lethal, but There are cartoons have with, be... like, firearms or, like, laser pistols yeah. or stunning. Like, I'm saying, like, there must have been, Like, I know that they can create weapons from their bodies, and they're all superhumans. That kind of negates it a bit. But you're telling me there's not, like, one fucking gem who, in, like, the thousands and thousands of years of history was like, you know, I wish I could poof that motherfucker without having to get close to their yeah. ugly fucking well, face. We, well, we've had this talk, and there's no answer to it, of were they programmed... We? We, of, are they programmed with their weapon or not? This episode implies not, because not a lot of amethysts could make a fucking whip, so... That would imply most amethysts cannot. But what I would say is, like, the idea of a character offensively using a gun is something that's just, like, it's out of turn. And then also, Pearl's weird and super old and not really supposed to fight. Garnet is, like, an abomination unto God. <laughs> like, Ameth- Amethyst is, is kind of a scrub. A like scrub. And, and Rose naturally uses a shield, so their weapons aren't necessarily going to be the most effective ones. To me, it's ones. like when a Jedi used a lightsaber. Just tradition. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, 
okay, so two two things um, about not using guns. Um, More so elegant. That's that's true. That's clumsy at um, random. So it may it may be that bullets against a gem's hologram but with mass form just don't do enough damage because yeah, like what does what does a bullet you, do yeah. it just causes you to bleed out right well gems don't bleed you know so it's yeah. possible that they're just really impractical against yeah, gems they would be, yeah, be like concussive weapons yeah. they wouldn't really um, do much yeah, damage right. and yeah. uh, also the forge is 5000 years old um and the forge has 5000 year old weapons that the gems were using and when peridot first touched down um, I think it's Pearl who mentions that um, there's this weird new gem technology that they don't know anything about. So Homeworld has been advancing, but Earth yeah. has not. And of course, you know, nothing new is in the Forge. Oh, uh, actually, I was, I was going to say, we, we brought this up earlier. Um, so after this, we might be entirely wrong. Matt, I feel like he's right that the Amethyst has the triple whip later on. Right? Yeah, she does. So, but okay, but Garnet and Pearl don't. So I, I'm just curious, and this is just like we don't have no answer. I wonder if they consciously were like, okay, well, Garnet and Pearl don't want to use those weapons anymore because it brings back bad memories and whatnot. Or if it was an but Amethyst error. had no attachment. Yeah, to exa- yeah, so exactly. Cool yeah, it. it could be that because I believe in the show to like think that far. But I also can, you know, I know enough about animation to be like. They 100% could have gotten an episode or two back where that wasn't happening. And they were like, well, fuck, they went off model and then just like, you know, rolled with it. Going back to the the sequence where Bismuth is like learning the ways of Steven, um, there's a there's a line and like we're kind of already seeing in Steven's expression that uh, Bismuth is a little intense. Yeah. Um, but there's a line when they're watching the Lonely Blade cartoon, and um, Bismuth says, if it has infinite power, of course you should use it. Yeah, Um, and it's also her eye, his eyes go insane, he's clearly evil in the scene. Yeah. Yeah, very, very Yeah, so, like, right there, like, if you didn't get it from, you know, from the previous, like, smaller hints, like, right there, you could be like, oh, yeah, she's going back in the bubble. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As soon as she came out, I kind of was like, she's not sticking around. Like, I bet she'll be a lapis. Yeah, and then as soon as she got violent, I was like, no, and then that happened. Yeah, no, yeah, it's one of those things, though, where it's like, I don't know, I don't want to be like, I'm ultra clever, or like, this is, like, poor writing. I would think it's good writing, if anything, but that is, as soon as that happens, you're like, oh, I know exactly where this episode is ending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I really liked, though, okay, so well, I guess we can move forward into this. They talk about the entire speech about the, uh, what is it called, the breaking point? Breaking point. I Okay, so personally, I'll give my show, and I know Evan wants to rebut, we already, we already <laughs> said that while we're watching That's it. true. Yeah. Um, uh, you said but. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that, Max. That was there literally, yeah, there, yeah. I knew you were going to say it before you said it. So, um, uh, I'm very me, happy. Okay, so your people are being killed off. You're fighting against a military, which you doggedly believe, and I would say accurately believe, is wrong in what they're doing, and it's like they're horrible. They have a humongous military. They have weapons that can shatter you. They are shattering you. You're like the only people holding out, and if you win, you save all of, just say, let's say, humanity. Uh, if you've got no lethal weapons whatsoever, and your leader is using a weapon which is, like, fundamentally non-lethal, you need a lethal weapon. In the show, I will say, you can't do that. No, this is a different thing. This is, like, you know, it's shown in fucking, like, bullshit. You need to have, like, you know, we're better than them. I agree. 
But if this was real, weirdly, Bismuth is the one person acting like a realist. Like, she's treating it the way an actual soldier slash, you know, weaponsmith would treat it in real life. I'm 100% on her side in the in reality. In the show, no. But it, Here's my thing. Evan, do okay. it. My thing is, basically, you have to have a code, right? You can't fucking preach love. You can't go against an oppressive regime by doing exactly what they do. Yeah. By leading with terror and stuff well, like right? that. But how is it terror? It's one weapon who kills one person. It's, it's not a massive But where does that event. stop? One uh, weapon? Well, be, be, that's Bismuth not stop wasn't planning on stopping. Weapon. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, if, if Bismuth had the if business had the means, I'm sure she would have come up with a fucking WMD the way like uh, Homeworld did. That's I'm what sure I'm saying. She would have, that's yes. That's not but right. But I'm saying mm-hmm. this this weapon, is. I get where we're going. We're like, when does it end? But just technologically, it ends here. There's she can't forge no, it a fucking just end of the other gems. The other, you know, homeworld sees that they build their own, and then boom, gem genocide, genocide. They're but they're way ahead technologically. So I'm just saying. So how? But so, so if they if you already know though that they have those, but it goes tools. against the code of the revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but that's the, what people the are believing. In. Is the revolution about being better than them, or is the revolution about getting freedom? It, it's both. It's both. It's that the homeworld ways are wrong, and so they need a way that's better than homeworlds. So is the homeworld's way wrong because they're violent and they're absolute ter- uh, totalitarian? Absolutely. Yeah, or it's because they yes. rules an iron fucking fist. Have, or is homeworld wrong because they have a set class caste system? There's no way breaking homeworld's free of it. Wrong and they, for who governs the reasons the that are not system. mutually exclusive? Yeah, which I would say is is worth compromising a little bit if you're going to be able to break out of that and save people. The problem with shattering gems is that there is a way to take them off the battlefield without killing, poofing and bubbling, and you send them to your temple. And if it's heavily guarded enough, an enemy, dissident or whatever, can't get in there and release them all again. And there is potential to just, like, unbubble one at a time in controlled conditions and, like, show them the new way of freedom and try to rehabilitate them or whatever. You don't need to shatter. There is no functional difference in the war between a shattered gem and a bubble gem. Yes, there is, because if you, if you break into the bubble room, you can get all of your soldiers well, back that's, instantaneously. that's kind of what this whole episode is about, though. Like, that's that's the whole, the whole yeah. point of the episode, is that, you know, it's not black and white. But, you know, mm. uh, Bismuth is, you know, is an extremist, but, you know, she's also not necessarily wrong. She's she's just wrong according to Rose Quartz and acro- according to Steven. Well, I mean, I would say that in the universe, yeah, you can't stoop to their level, et cetera, et cetera. But, but Bismuth is like the one person out of the universe who's saying, we're actually fighting a fucking yeah, war. Yeah, it's a fucking war. However, and in a war, you use bullets. You don't use rubber bullets and then tie them up. Well, we you just they went over the bullets. bullets don't work on gems, you goofus. Yeah, well, that's why I said rubber bullets, <laughs> and then you tie them up. It's but whatever. You know, you, know, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean, my point is. I'm just saying, if, you, if the choice is between like, bullets or rubber bullets and a bunch of rope... You use bullets when you're having a revolution. That's that's how it goes. I I won't say in universe no. That, but. Like there isn't radicalism needed in a revolution. I mean, look at Star Wars. So much of the rebels are just terrorists. You know. Yeah, like, they are arguably but, from perspective. Yeah. But there's a difference between selling out your core values and and radicalism. But you yeah, know, there's but a difference what, between those two. What is Rose, what is Rose Quartz probably most famous for? Killing a diamond. She shattered her. She she straight up murdered another gem. Yeah, it's and a I'm necessary so thing to happen. sure that she and wasn't she like, hated ah, it. yes, I'm going to do this, and this will be great. 
I will eat some Velveeta mac and cheese, <laughs> and it will be no big deal. That is my Friday night. I mean, that's what I do <laughs> after, you but know, my if Thursday you, yeah, murder. Mur- murder, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, who doesn't curl up with a warm uh, book and a uh, that's, that's what she does. She shattered things <laughs> on them with a mouthful of that mac and cheese. She said, biggity, bam, free will, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, no, but I mean, Gar- Garnet, who we're going to say, I would say, is word of God for every, all of the show in a lot of ways. She said, like, some things are necessary in a war, and that includes murder. Even if Rose felt bad about it, I don't think Rose would have taken it back. Okay, but mm. doing it? And then making it the common strategy are very yeah, different. That's very, very different. Yeah. I agree, right. Because that, that is a large so person and to kill. What so. uh, I think the hesitation for Rose Quartz was if this is a weapon that we have access to, this will become the normal. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, fucking because, chemical warfare. Yeah, this why is would, good why for you, no Why would you go back to the normal weapon if you could just keep reproducing this weapon? I agree. Right. Yeah. And so, I, I agree inside the sense of in-universe being better it's than It's basically that. like the difference between if you had a bullet and, like, a really efficient net gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, a rubber bullet. The net gun, note, the net gun gives you, like, a clear point of moral superiority that, like, could even convince some of your enemies to come to your side. Possibly. And that's the cause that Crystal Gems were rallying around. Because the Gems wanted not just to protect the Earth, but freedom for their own kind. Right. Yeah, it, uh, we've and, been talking about this for a while, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it might, it might, might be getting to a wrap-up point, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's where the episode wraps up. I would, I would say I love, and I, in universe, I want to say I just love this entire plot line. I, I agree with Stephen's choice and Rose within the universe. It was a really, really great plot line to happen, especially considering the rubies. And dabbing them into space comes up next. It was really, really, really solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bismuth's, uh, you know, like pseudo death was great with the last line she had. It was, oh, it was beautiful. so sad. So it was really, really well storyboarded. Mm-hmm. I really liked. Yeah, the this paces. is this. I mean, in addition to the length, this move, this uh, episode felt so cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just stuff like movie, that. Basically. I feel like it got kind of weird and experimental. Like there was a lot of stuff, you know, and 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 probably because I had time to do it. You know, yeah, we don't really get to see that. I, yeah, I do. I do wish there was more of this. So, and yeah, I think this was arguably one of the best episodes and like a really shining example yes. of like what these people could do if they weren't limited to telling a whole story in little minutes. But yeah, definitely one of the best. So, final thoughts. Let's end this bitch out right mm-hmm. now. This has gone for a while. Yeah, I just, I, I, my favorite part is Bismuth. Like when you have a gay friend and it's you got the. Uh, the rapport where, where the hell just, is this? Where, where, where you can make gay jokes and she kind of rips on Garnet for being a fusion. Oh, yeah, sometimes I kind of in universe acknowledgement of the fact, I don't know, by another person who's friendly about the fusion for once, acknowledging it as kind of like a ha, mm-hmm. you. I don't and that's know. also really I cool like that a lot for Garnet because it shows that the crystal gems that was a place that she was comfortable yeah, enough. Scepter, yeah. Uh, Max, what's your final thought? There it is. I like it. All right, uh, Evan, give it to me. <sighs> but Man. In my brain. My, how far we've come. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean this. This really felt like a benchmark Steven Universe episode for me. I mean, it was like I said, it was big and cinematic and stuff, and and that's not something that we could have done a season or two ago. Yeah. You know, that's that. This episode, you couldn't start with this episode. It's kind of like Captain America: Civil War, right? That movie makes no damn sense. <laughs> like, you can't go in and watch that movie without, without having, having seen all every single yeah, other exactly. one. You know? Yeah. yeah. There's a certain kind of loyalty that is required of Steven Universe at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. I- I'm not suggesting that this is unique to Steven Universe 
at all. Uh, what I am saying is we're at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the first season, true. you can pretty yeah. much watch any episode in it. Um, yeah. But we have built off enough from that where we do get payoff episodes like this. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's what this is to me. It's just a really good episode. And it's a good payoff. But yeah, no, there, there, there was a commentary. It might not have been that about that episode, but just that there is a element of every script you deliver has to be somewhat marketable to other people. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where you just say, no, this one's for the fans. And Steven Universe has a lot of episodes. Yeah, now well, where Steven like Universe the, is like by fans for fans at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's gotten big enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Which right, is kind so, of one of the things that bugs me about it a little. I really? I don't like when shows are too in bed with their fan base. It's insular a little bit. Well, the, the, I would say Steven Universe has not jumped the shark yet, though. Of it's not pandering. Hey, this is for you. Yeah, like the, there, there was not Lapidot for the sake of Lapidot. There yeah. was never. There, there's it's only been a few. There's only been a few right. scenes that have been like this is very much like wink, wink, and that's Fan very, service. very sporadic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would argue when uh, Greg goes to Korea and enters that one very odd room. I'm not sure how far you've that's gotten. Very <laughs> that's a yeah, sure. all joke. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's, 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 they really. Really, only ever make fourth wall jokes. That's that's a little bit wink out of a wink at it. I'm just trying to think about the top of my head. There's a little bit of a wink at us for that one, but I mean, like the overall, I I think it's steered clear of being just for us, and I think that's good. But I, I understand that there is a dread over that happening. There's a difference, which has been my catchphrase this episode. There's a difference between um, there's a difference between making content that you know your audience responds to. And and pandering and just making a bunch yeah. of bullshit because it'll, you know it'll make the fans happy. There's a difference between making it for your fans and making what your fans want. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Kayla, last final thought. All right. Um. Very very beginning of the episode, we we got the very first cold open, um, with the title card. Like I hold on to that feeling the first time oh watching Bismuth. Oh my gosh! Oh, just to bring that up. Amazing. Oh, totally. Oh my god. Like it left me breathless, and that's that's another reason why I I really wish that Steven Universe was a 22 minute show. It, it set the tone for the whole episode. You yeah. Really knew. It was, was just like oh, oh this I'm is getting into some shit. Definitely oh, yeah, something like different. that. Just screams special episode. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know, you know very special. Stuff. I really liked that, and I just thought that this was a really good episode for um like specifically the history of the crystal gems and the history with rose but also more broadly we got a lot of lore about homeworld um which i i love like i'm i'm a total bitch for lore and world building and stuff like that so i just there's nothing about this episode that i just do not eat up it's just just all around good job i've got no complaints i agree anyway i think we've gone long enough it's time to close this up yeah i've got a lot of work in front of her uh thanks for listening max slide whistle us out